Hello and welcome in to this week's episode of the Recruiting Blitz. I am Greg Smith, Senior Recruiting Analyst here at Inside Nebraska, and I am joined again, as always, by digital content extraordinaire Jansen Coburn. Jansen, how are you, man? I'm good, Greg. I appreciate you asking me as always. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it is uh, for your you know typical weather report. Uh, it's snow has, has fallen here yeah. in Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, I don't know if we were expecting it. At least I wasn't, but I never checked the forecast. So I don't know like, if, if we were actually expecting this much to stick. Uh, but you could borderline get the shovel out, like get a, maybe a broom out there and push it a little bit. It's a nice little surprise, and I like it for now, but we'll see what I'm saying after a couple of these accumulate and I keep having to brush snow off my car. Yeah, that first one's always fun. It's always fine with the first one, especially when it's a little one like this. And then, yeah, like you said, the, the more it happens, the more annoyed you get. But we are not here for the weather report. That was your weather report brought to you by nobody. Um, we are here to talk about Nebraska recruiting, and there's plenty to talk about uh, as we turn our attention to the offseason, the transfer portal, uh, the early signing period, Nebraska hosted visitors. So, Jansen, what do you got? Yeah, we got plenty to talk about, as you mentioned. Um Let's dive right into it and talk about the latest buzzing news. Grant Bricks, once again, we've talked about him <laughs> plenty of times on the show. Um, I'm not going to say too much about it. I'll just let you take over. What's the latest with him? Yeah, I think that right now, and, and Grant was one of those um, visitors or key visitors that was in town for the Nebraska-Iowa Black Friday matchup. Um, he had been in town a few weeks ago um, after he decided to kind of go back out on the road and, and take some additional visits after, you know, he was not going to take any visits and initially wanted to commit in August. Um, but the latest is, is things look very good for Nebraska. Um, I think I have a future cast in for Nebraska um, to land Grant Bricks. It feels like the entire world has a future cast in for Nebraska to land Grant Bricks right now. Um, and so I do think that we're still trending in that direction. Um, it could be honestly any day, I think, for an announcement um, one way or another, but I think that Nebraska, if if they have one out here, I think that there's a few reasons um, to look out for. I think one, I think the proximity to home is a big deal in, in this one. Mike, and you and I went out there and we saw Grant in Iowa and it, it was just interesting. I know we've talked about it on the show before, but it still is striking to me about like how pro Husker they were, which shouldn't surprise you though, because it's so close to Nebraska. Like it's right. It's not more than 30 minute drive from Omaha. And so it makes a lot of sense, um, but it also being close and him being close with his family, his family having the, a better ability to see him play in Lincoln, I think is a big deal. Um, I think another reason that this is trending in the right direction is Coach Matt Rule um, and kind of his overall vision for this program as well. And I think that this is, a, I don't want to get a sidetrack, but there's been this thing after the loss to Iowa, where there's so much anger within the fan base that I feel like people forget that it's year one. And I feel like that the players, uh, for sure, the players, and you still see tweets about it. Like today, I saw more with people, you know, showing support and saying, we can't wait for what's coming. They said it after the game. Recruits have been in that same boat parents have been in that same boat it feels like everyone associated with nebraska football is like convinced more than ever that it's going in the right direction and i think grant bricks would be another example of that should he commit to nebraska it's just that there are fans that are kind of hesitant to go all in at this point for reasons that i don't know if we even have time enough to go into most definitely i think what you touched on that proximity to home i think that could bode well for nebraska what I caught my attention throughout his process so far is that um, after he didn't take any visits after the summer, as far as officials go, 
Um, he, as far as I know, the only unofficials he's taken to are Nebraska. And I'm guessing the proximity makes it a lot more convenient to get out to Nebraska. As you said, it's pretty close. Um, I'm going to ask you a bonus question on Grant, because you mentioned Matt Rule yeah. as possibly being the difference maker. Who do you think is his lead recruiter right now? Do you think it would be from the Nebraska side? Do you think it would be Rule or Riola? I think it's a it's a tag team effort. I think that they're both involved, but I do think that this is one that Matt Rule is heavily involved in. I know for a fact that Matt Rule loves Grant to Grant Bricks, um, and that he's a guy that Matt Rule thinks Matt Rule thinks that he can build the program around a guy like Grant Bricks. Um, and so he has taken a special interest in that. So I do think that he's kind of the lead guy on this, but you're never going to get a guy of that caliber without him also having a strong relationship with the position coach, right? Like it just has to be that way. And I do think that for all of the crap that we gave and everyone, and I'm not going to exclude myself from this and say that I wasn't a part of this because it was a head scratcher when Matt Rule decided to retain Donovan Rayola. And for all the stuff that happened there, he, I think, did one of the better jobs on the assistant coaching staff this year when it comes to on the field. And if you start to like look and realize what they've got coming in with recruiting on that offensive line, there's a lot of pl players to like in that group. Um, and so I think he's done a really nice job. And you, in just the same way that you hear um, his players kind of rave about their relationship with him, recruits do like him too. It's just going to be a certain type of recruit that gravitates towards his personality, which is totally fine. You kind of want that gruffness your offensive lineman anyway um and so that's kind of we just kind of is what it is on that one but no I think he deserves credit as well yeah as much as we've kind of bagged on Donovan Riola for the on the field stuff the recruiting as you mentioned has been good for the last two cycles last cycle they got about I think three definite offensive linemen and then they had a couple guys that were O-line or D-line like Mechachok just moved back to O-line Right. And then this cycle, if they add Grant Bricks to the fold, they would have, I think, five true offensive linemen. So um, they'll have some depth, and that's that's not going to hurt at all, especially playing in the Big Ten with those guys right. up front. But um, good to uh, feel like the end might be near for Grant Bricks for all of our sake because everyone's been keeping tabs on that. So uh, we will continue to do that as we move towards the signing day, the first one. But all right, next topic, Greg, um, just kind of reflecting on the season, the 2023 season, the first one for Matt Rule. Mm -hmm. uh, what did the season mean to the recruits, the Nebraska recruits? Yeah, I think this this is really fascinating because I, it, and this, it ties back into what we were saying earlier about, you know, fan reaction to the season. And I think that if you had said in the beginning of the season, knowing Matt Rule's history, that they would win five games you would say, okay, that seems pretty realistic, right? The problem is, is that they had those five wins this season with a month left to go in the season. So when you really dig into it, you're like, eh, man, I don't really like that. Also, you add in the turnovers. I think it was 12 turnovers in the, in the month of November. Like that's that's a real problem. But wow. when you zoom when you zoom back out um, in the way that recruits tend to do, remember that. Like, and I always say this to people, like remember that recruits are not so like, like knee deep into all of that stuff in the same way that fans or us that cover the team are. They're looking at it from kind of a thousand foot view and saying, hey, here's what we know. We know that typically in year one for Matt Rule, they're winning one or two games. They won five in year one at Nebraska. We know, and we could watch those games and see all the deficiencies that this team has, particularly on offense. And we're like, hey, we could go there and we could help that. 
And we know that this coaching staff knows what it's doing when it comes to developing and having that kind of year two and then year three leap, right? Like those things are, are things that like are not hard to see. So I think that this year was a really good year when it comes to recruiting and showing kind of the proof of concept of what Rule is talking about and what he can do for at Nebraska. Now, would it have been like even better to have that bowl game in your back pocket? Of course it would have been. Like that would have been great. Yeah, hundred percent. That'd have been awesome. But I still think that you can go to recruits and show the progress, and you still have a way to also say to them especially on offense, we've got a spot for you to come in and make an impact early. Think about the, the you know, we talk a lot and we'll probably talk more about this as we get closer to signing day about guys to kind of watch out for or guys that Nebraska really needs to keep in the fold. Ja'Cory Barney, wide receiver out of Florida, is a guy that you're going to want to keep in, but he's an early enrollee and you can go to him and say, hey man, look at the wide receiver group that we have right now. There's at least opportunity for you to come in and be in the two deep right away, especially with you early enrolling. I don't want to go through each guy, but those situations exist. And then real quick on the defense, it's not the same as it where, you know, oh my God, we need you to come in and help, or you got to be able to see the vision, but what they can sell on defense, you know, knock on wood, Tony White is your yeah. defensive coordinator. And oh, by the way, they showed no hesitancy in playing and rotating in those young guys, right? So if you show that you can play, they will get you on the field, whether or not that's game one or later in the season, they're going to get you out there. So there, there's a lot to sell for Nebraska right now, I think on the recruiting trail. And I think that you're going to see some good stuff as you finish up here, getting to the early signing period. Yeah. And then I think another thing they can pitch for offensive guys with how many turnovers they had uh you could probably get on the field early if you could prove at least at quarterback and running back for sure if you can mm -hmm. hold on to the ball that um Matt Rule doesn't have a lot of patience for guys who turn the ball over so he was quick to put guys into the game if the starters were fumbling so those offensive guys um there's a lot of opportunity to compete for a spot and flipping back over the defense as you mentioned I don't know how many guys um saw snaps on defense this year but it's, it's got to be a record from the last <laughs> yeah. i don't know however many years but a lot of guys saw action and a lot of freshmen saw action so that's got to be appealing mm -hmm. all right uh two more topics they're both recruiting for filling out the class um i don't know if these are the same as far as high school and portal being the same or if you think they're different i'm guessing they're different so i'll ask yeah. them individually what are the remaining needs for the 2024 class? And I'm guessing you mean specifically high school. Yeah, yeah. just for high school on this one. And I do think they're different. Uh, spoiler alert. I think that in the for the 2024 recruiting class, still think that you need to get a running back. Um, and, and we've seen some guys come in for um, uh, unofficial visits here lately. There's a player out of California, Boise State commit, um, whose name is escaping me. I'm sorry. Um, right now. Uh, he came in for an unofficial visit and then is probably is slated to come in. Uh, Dylan Riley is slated to come in. Dylan Riley is for an official visit here in December, which will definitely be something to watch out for to see who comes in uh, for December official visits as we get going here, because that's going to be here, I believe, next weekend. Um, and so that'll come quick. So running back, I definitely think is one that they're going to need to focus on, because I think that running back is a spot that as a true freshman, you can come in and really compete and be able to play pretty early. If you've got the goods as a freshman running back, I think you can come in and do it. Um, it might be the easiest position um, to be able to do that at. And after losing Keewan Lacey, um, who I still think is trending towards Alabama, um, 
they need another running back in this class. Plus the situation on the team is kind of in flux. Really Emmett Johnson is the only guy for sure that's coming back. Otherwise you don't know about eligibility and injury concerns um, with the other guys that were in the room. We can, we'll see about anything else. I'm not sure that there's another like glaring thing that they have to add when it comes to the 2024 class. Um, and so running back, I think is the key thing, but it's a whole other story on the next question. Yeah, portal needs. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about it today, but I, if I had to guess, we're going to be talking about it for the next several months, and mm-hmm. everyone's thinking the same thing, but you'll, you'll lead off here. What are Nebraska's portal needs? Oh, um, punter. No, it, it's got to be a punter might be. A long snapper. Um, quarterback, quarterback, quarterback is the thing. And listen, I, it is is. It was a valiant effort by the trio of quarterbacks that played for Nebraska this year, but that's not going to that level of play is not going to get it done in the Big Ten. It's not going to be what gets Nebraska to the next level under Matt Rule. You you cannot have another season under Matt Rule in which you don't have a thousand yard passer as a at quarterback. Like that's kind of insane, right? Especially in today's college football. So Nebraska has to has to go into the portal and get the best available quarterback that they can get right um and I, there's a school of thought that they may need two and it's really hard to pull off because well if you you know it, it's just hard to do it to get two guys in there and nebraska did do it a couple years ago but it, it that's really hard to pull off but they've got to get a quarterback I think that they have to get a wide receiver, um, a veteran wide receiver that can just be in the mix. I don't know that you have to necessarily go out um, and get a Keon Coleman, though anyone would take that, (laughs) obviously. But you need a guy that can be in the rotation because those three true freshmen got to play this year and get their feet wet. Doss ended up redshirting, but I think that they're all going to have good leaps next year. Um, And then you've got Jagori Barney coming in. That's four. Then, you you know, Alex Bullock and Ty Hahn are always in the mix. You need one more guy um to kind of come in and be in the mix there then and i should have said this actually before wide receiver tackle offensive tackle is going to be the second biggest need outside of quarterback um it looks like Bryce Benhart is going to come back, which if we had rewound to this time last year, people being really happy that Benhart is coming back <laughs> would have been kind of crazy to think about. Um, but he had a really good year. I think both him yeah. and Ben Scott actually come back. Um, which would really help with Nebraska's offensive line next year. But they still, I think, need a left tackle. I'm not sure where we are with Teddy Prohaska at this point um, and if he's going to return to kind of the form that we thought he would be when we saw him as a true freshman. So a true left tackle um, is really important as well. Um, And so, yeah, I think there's a couple down the line needs. Those are the big glaring ones. Inside linebacker, a blocking tight end might be nice um, as well. Like there's going to be a lot to talk about when comes to portal needs and the portal opens up December 4th and we'll see who goes in. Uh, but Nebraska is going to definitely have portal needs, even though Matt rule has kind of seemed like he doesn't want to go all in on the portal with some of the comments that he's right. made. Yeah. If you're Matt rule, how do you manage this quarterback situation? Because um, if you're looking at the depth chart right now, what it was this season, all three of the guys, the top three guys, are eligible to come back, and then you're adding Daniel Kalen to the mix. So is he going to have to flush a couple of those guys out? Do you think there's any chance one of those will stick around and move a position? I feel like uh, Chuba, he's the one that, in my eyes, has the best chance of at least competing to stay as a backup at the very least. 
And then the other two, I feel like we've seen enough to know what Heinrichs and Jeff Sims ceiling is. And with the turnovers that they've produced, I don't think they have, I think we would all agree they don't have a chance to start. So how do, how do you manage that? It's, it's, that's going to be like the, what is it? The eight, $9 million question, whatever he's paid um, for this off season, because you've got to figure out how to manage that. Now you've got a couple, it's a weird situation because I think he's got a couple avenues available to him. You know, Harburg, it, it, it feels like this happened five years ago. And it was just at the beginning of the season when Harburg Harburg started off the season playing kind of that H back role. He caught a pass in the Minnesota game. Could he go back to that role? Right. If you bring in someone else, I agree hundred percent with you though, by the way, that about Chubba Purdy. I think that he sticks around at quarterback to then compete um, at least to push whoever the transfer is and maybe end up being a solid backup for you because at least you know he can go in and operate um, in a pinch if you need him. I'm not sure. The same way I think we said that I don't know if you could go back to Jeff Sims in this season. I don't know how he could come back, but his path is a little weird just because he he transferred in with Brule. So he can't really use they can't use any of those kind of new rules on him to have a like a, a forced medical retirement or anything like that. I think he would have to do a grad transfer to be able to leave and play right away unless he drops down a level, which could be an, yeah. an option as well, um, which actually might be might better serve serve him at this point and then kind of show improve down there grad transfer and then maybe get a chance to pop back up if he wants to um but yeah there's some options available there and then like you mentioned Danny Kalen coming in like I think he'll be kind of he'll be on team but like you don't want to have to count on a freshman quarterback um to come in and be the guy either I think that it's just a ripe situation to have like I think a one-year guy at quarterback come in unless you think you've got somebody that can be a really good multi-year starter um then you you get yourself a guy like I don't, i'm just just spitballing here like a tyler shaw i don't know anything about that just saying because of the connections with texas right. tech and all of that um like someone like that who can come in and kind of steady the ship for one year and then you kind of reset everything after that um or not everything you would then have chubba kalen maybe you get alex mansky and then you kind of buy yourself a year um in that case and that's more of a realistic plan i think than saying hey go get like a, a guy like arch manning or something like that that ends up in the portal um for nebraska like there's paths there it's just going to be really delicate. It's a lot easier for us to speculate about it than for Matt Rule to have to deal with the actual people involved. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. I think we could make a whole hour-long show talking about it, yeah. but we won't. Um, <laughs> we'll stop there. Is there anything else you want to add today before we get out of here? No, I think that it's going to be an exciting time. Like This is always a, a good time. Um, to make sure that you're tapped in with us here on this YouTube page, make sure that you like this video, subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can get these videos directly in your feed. We'll have plenty of content going as we get kind of ramped up with the portal and, you know, get into the early signing period. Um, I feel like it's not going to be as crazy as last year. Last year was one for the ages. And I think all of us will never hope to never repeat that, but you never know because college football is crazy these days. Uh, but make sure you guys lock it in with us uh, here at Inside Nebraska. Also go over to Inside Nebraska and check out what we have going on right now if you listen i was gonna say we have a black friday sale going on but it'll be over by the time uh, this video comes out and we will catch you guys next time